0: Welcome back everyone, if you're watching the Carl Flane podcast today, what you'll see is a new man to my right, to your left, we've got Tom Wilson, um, you've, if you've been following this podcast, you knew Tom was a very good chance of joining us and uh, it so happens to be the case that Tom is joining us and in a, in a real big way, he's actually, um, he's going to be the new co-host, I think we need like the the fake confetti dropping down in the background right now because Tom is jumping on this party as the coast. Tom, how do you feel about that, first of all? Um, <laughs> feels good. Feels good to be here. Good to be back. I, find, I found out about
1: 30 minutes ago. <laughs> so, as, as uh, all things happen at Caliphone,
0: pretty swift. So We move fast. It's good to be. Boeing 747 out here. Things don't, don't slow down. So, Jack, he, he's probably alluded to on the newsletters and the, the last few podcasts that he's had to do solo. He's had so much work on his plate that we're relieving him. I'm sure he'll be making cameos and he'll probably be back on here any minute. But 96 episodes in, this has been a hell of a journey, you know, like far out. It's just, I can't even really put it into words. But this episode today is about, you can almost call it a trend, Tom. There's something we're seeing a lot of. And I'm really grateful that we've got you on this episode because you just left an elite sporting environment. And Tommy, I'll let you as an elite sportsman take the cat out of the bag and tell everyone what is every brand doing right now?
1: Um, well, we're seeing a lot of brands um, make the move into the, I guess, active wear space and what we would say as a running club, starting running clubs.
0: There's a lot of running clubs around and we're going to dive right into that, but our viewers probably want to hear, or at least I do as your mate, how are you going post, you're playing at the Collingwood Football Club here in Australia, an elite level of sport and you've been doing that elite sports for about the last five ten years and now you've transitioned here to color playing. talk us through how you're going you know you've just jumped on this potty you've had half an hour notice things are moving fast how are you tom
1: i'm good i'm
0: good i'm doing well
1: i just got back from europe um which was amazing those of you that have been lucky enough to travel it's always a really eye-opening experience so that was beautiful got to go with my partner amy so that was something that was yeah really really enjoyable at the end of um the season and something that obviously I'd planned in. So I was looking forward to for a long time. So that was really cool. Uh, and then, yeah, I guess I knew that my time at Collingwood was probably likely coming to an end. So I guess probably leads to the point of where we are now. I, I don't know. Whenever the inception of color plane was those months, almost probably a year ago now, maybe more. Um Yeah. Pr- We'd had conversations about me becoming a partner, becoming an investor and obviously with the vision of potentially something like this happening. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely still going through a transition period and I definitely think it'll be something that is ongoing. Um, But, yeah, transitioning out of a full-time athletic environment into a nine-to-five not that we're necessarily strict on nine to five, but we're trying to hustle and definitely not. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to hustle and and, and grow a business.
0: So it's it's definitely two different worlds. Well said, man. Well said. I'm glad to hear you're doing well. And yeah, it's been a huge transition for you. I think what I've seen the last week that you've been here in a more sort of regular uh, speed or I don't know what the hell I'm trying to say, but I've seen you a lot more in the last week and I've been really impressed, and I haven't told you this, so this is live on air, but I've been really impressed by how you've moved and the way you've conducted yourself to begin. And not to say I was doubting you, but coming from such a different atmosphere into this small business, you know, shit hits the fan every five minutes. We've got co-hosts that have been around for 90 episodes that are, you know, having to put time and effort into other other parts of the business, because that's just how it is right now. We really need to grow in certain areas. So good on you, Tom, for coming in and, and filling the holes and yeah, I mean, fuck, we've got a long way to go. <laughs> like, this is early, early, early days. So, take it with a grain of salt. I'm not getting around you too much, but enough. Anyway, that was a weird kind of thank you. Let's dive right into this, Tom. We've got run clubs popping up left, right, and center. So, brands that I've noted are Noah, huge brand in the US there. Are they from Canada originally? I don't know, but anyway. Um, Cole Buxton. UVU, yep. That was a big one, and... I reckon UVU is almost bigger than Cole Buxton, but we'll leave that debate for another day. We also have Up There Athletics here in Melbourne. For those that don't know, Up There Store, one of the biggest retailers in, in Melbourne, if not Australia at the moment. Yeah. Yep. For Men's Street, where that is, of course. Yeah. Not yep. Not competing in the other fields. And the last brand that we have seen make the move is our good friend Louis at Earl's. has started a bit of a run club. He's, he's running half marathons every day, that, that guy never seen a stronger rig get through he's he's crushing it so as you can see these top brands right now especially here in australia but globally are really buying into running and and physical movement why do you think that is tom what are are your thoughts on that
1: it's a really good question um i think the first thing that sticks out to me about running is that there's essentially no barriers anyone can run if you want to say probably the only barrier I would say, would be footwear. Hmm. But you can run in barefoot if you wanted to. Supposedly it's better for you. Yeah. The thing that jumps out to me straight away is there's no barriers. Where We're going to talk going to the gym, uh, playing a team sport, all those sorts of things. There's obviously barriers that are in, whether that is cost, time, or whatever. Obviously, running takes a lot of time. But, yeah, it's very accessible to essentially anyone that can run Mm. can, can go out and run.
0: And I think accessibility being the key word with what you've just said because COVID, nothing was accessible. So no gyms, no nothing. So you either had the luxuries of a home gym or something like that and I know I didn't and that's where I fell in love with running. As you said, I could just whip my shoes on, get outside and run and I think that is why we've seen such a large, almost flip into running because... Post-COVID, there was n- no way near that the top brands like a Supreme or someone like that would ever venture anywhere near running. And now we're starting to see it. If Supreme came out with a run club tomorrow, I wouldn't be that surprised. Yeah, I, I'd pretty. say it's a
1: pretty fair call, definitely. Not,
0: not the worst call. I, yeah. I, I, it's pretty bold. <laughs> that's kind of what I do here. But <laughs> the, I also see a huge part of community within run clubs. And I think, again, coming out of COVID, brands have really made note of how important it is to have an actual community. You know, no longer a brands just trying to sell. Like it, using Supreme as an example, whilst we speak about them, they are sort of the epitome of being the coolest brand in the world that sells downwards to people. But you've seen Supreme drop off in the last handful of years because I don't think people just want to consume from the top down. They want to feel like they're actually a part of the brand. And I think a run club's a really solid premise for that to happen. What do you think about that? Yeah,
1: I think we're in a stage of society where everyone craves to be a part of something and a run club is obviously a very inclusive environment and there's all sorts of levels and you know you can obviously get into that and you know you might be in a run club that's you know for advanced or you might be a part of one that's for beginners getting back to that part of there's very little barriers and then yeah you think about like I guess even obviously you're talking about these smaller sort of um lifestyle streetwear brands you can even look at it out of a lens through Nike and Adidas mm. it's like always about like who's bringing out the best marathon shoe what does it, does it look cool like cuz they're trying to, at the end of the day they're trying to sell and i think it's like they've definitely capitalized off the back of a running boom as well absolutely like they're putting people in these you know marathon running shoes when it's like really they just need a standard sort of a runner but <laughs> you know, marketing geniuses, they are, they tell you, you need this shoe, you know, to run. It's just like, well, okay.
0: Yeah, well said. And I think there's a huge health component coming out of COVID. We couldn't go out to the nightclubs, we couldn't smoke our vapes, you know, with all our friends. So I say that tongue in cheek, I hate vapes. But the reality was we started to really understand that health and waking up on a Sunday or any given day feeling fresh, there's a massive value to that. You're more productive, you're a better person to the people around you. So, I think COVID fast or really sped up this process, and now I think people are hyper aware of getting hungover. Like I was drinking two or three times the amount po- before COVID occurred. Um, you know, I was just a bit reckless, and now coming out of COVID, I've started a run club myself. Probably hence why we're talking about this today. To be honest, but. You know, I've started that every Sunday, and that's an accountability tool to make sure that I'm not hungover. And I've, if I have been hungover at that run club, it's been a really hard session. So, anyway, uh, I wanted to just make that clear. Tom, do you think run clubs are going to be here to stay? It's a great question. More or less, yes. I think it's definitely very
1: on trend. So, uh, probably hard to say, will it keep at the level that it is? But I think, yeah, as I've said, it's pretty. Consistently, it's it's just super accessible for people. So Healthy. I think as long, you know, that's definitely not going to change. So um, as we see with everything, like trends come and go, potentially it moves m- maybe more to gym or cycling or who knows. But
0: yeah, I think they'll stay for the most part. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I think something like COVID such a once in a lifetime, we hope. And that's really a raised our level of awareness to like health, hence running's increased. And I don't think that's going anywhere. You know, I think that's a really strong stance in society and we're seeing record levels of people running. Marathons are being sold out all around the world. Yeah, I think that's a big shift in society. So, Tom, what I think I've learned from this is I do think it's here to stay, these these running brands and these elements of community within brands. You know, you look at Sporty and Rich, they've certainly really capitalized off this and, you know, you go to their Soho store and they've got a green juice in the front window. Like, this is a massive trend, but I do think the world's trying to get healthier. Um, with that said, starting a run club is a lot of work and I've done this and I've, I've seen the level of commitment. It's like anything, you can't do it half-assed. So what we're going to see is some brands are going to really flourish that really care if it's truly their DNA and the brands that just dip their toes in to make this a trend, I think we're going to see really fall off and you know, the effort, I just don't think they're going to be consistent
1: yeah I think it's a great point like I guess if we're trying to give out lessons for people out there it's not so much about whether or not a run club can be successful but being authentic to yourself and your brand just so happens that those brands that have done it really well those owners creative directors or whoever it's really fit their lifestyle so it's been a I guess a passion that they can actively pursue 100 percent within their business um and that's I mean, the reality is not everyone will be able to do that. But if you can, I think, yeah, there's whether, you know, whatever that passion may be, you can definitely use your business or, you know, whatever it may be as a vehicle to to bring elements of your life into fruition.
0: Really well said. Yeah, it doesn't have to be running. It could be cycling, any physical pursuit, you know, rock climbing, anything. I, I think if you're passionate about it, it's a really great way to build community and i think we'll see lots more brands cross over and do it tommy been a pleasure having you on thanks jess good to be here see you uh, next time Will, i said having you on next but you're going to be here again so <laughs> yeah. i'll see you then